Welcome, world, to Townley Money Basics, the show that takes this big concept we call money and breaks it down into itty-bitty pieces so I can understand it better, and hopefully you can too. I'm your host, Sean Townley. Hey, it's 2023. We're almost through January. In fact, we are through January. We're now into February, and our money plan, our foundation is starting to come along in this series. We've talked about cash flow. This is simply how money comes in and out of your life. Then we broke that down a little bit and we talked about income, ways that income can come in. And then we talked about expenses, ways that things can go out. So up until this point, we've kind of talked about the concepts of what we're going to build on today. So in our next building block, we're going to talk about a spending plan. So a spending plan is a document that you use to determine the cash flow of your individual or household income and expenses. So this kind of brings the whole picture together. So before, you may have been making money with your income. You were playing what we call offense. Money's coming in, and maybe it was just going out. And you weren't keeping track of it, so sometimes it felt like you had some extra money left over. Sometimes you didn't. And now we're going to start building a plan so we can start building wealth. So this is just ways to track, and you can do it any way you want. You can use a notebook, an old-fashioned spiral notebook. They're not too expensive, even now. I don't think they're 50 cents like the old composition books anymore, but you can pick up an old notebook if that's what you're comfortable with. You can do it with a spreadsheet if you have a computer and you have Excel or if you have Google Sheets or something like that, you can use a spreadsheet, no problem there. And there's a lot of different softwares you can use like Mint. And I mean, we can get into that a little bit more. There's a little bit more sophisticated where you kind of put in your info for all your different accounts and it'll track you for you. But I recommend that we, in the beginning, learn how to do it ourselves. We need to learn how to do it manually. That way we understand if we do use other tools that we can kind of double check and make sure that they're tracking things the way we want to. So what is a spending plan? It's simply what it means. A plan for your money. Some people use the B word. Some people call it budgets. I personally don't like the word budget. Budget seems to have a negative connotation. A lot of people use the word budget to kind of enforce things. And I don't want you to think about this as enforcement. This is more of just a plan for your money. It's going to change. I mean, life changes. This thing's going to change with it. And so you need to be flexible with it. Don't feel like it's so rigid. Don't feel like you're having to put yourself on a tight you know, budget, all this kind of stuff. That's not the way I want you to look at it. Well, the reason why we do this is because we really want to track what's coming in and out so we can figure out, hey, what are the little things I can do today to help me get to where I want to be in the future? So it's just a guide to help you. And so this this is going to be just a guide. And you're going to start off with what you think you your existence and, and money and your cash flow looks like. And then you're going to tweak once you have some really good information and you start tracking it. And it helps you focus on your goals. So what are your goals? I mean, for some people, maybe it is just enough to live paycheck to paycheck. I, I wouldn't, I've not really met anybody like that. I've never, well, that's not true. I've met a couple of people that are like, as long as I have enough to pay the bills, I don't care. I'm a free spirit. No, that's the way I want to go. But most other people want to have things for their wants. And we're going to get into that a little bit later. But, I mean, you want to to know where things are going, right? You want to know how money's coming in and how it's going out. And if you can start to plan just a little bit and then grow into that plan, I think you're going to see your financial goals are going to come into being. So what what is it not? It's not set in stone. I mean, a spending plan is not set in stone. Please don't think it's set in stone. You don't set it and forget it. You don't make it January 1 and then you have to live by it the rest of the year. It's not rigid like that. I don't want you to think about it being rigid like that. I mean, goodness gracious, no one would ever do that. It's like a New Year's resolution. I mean, you'd you'd fall off the wagon before the first month is over, and we're already at the end of the first month. So it's not something to be dreaded either. I mean, the reason why you're tracking this stuff is to help you get to the next level, to level up. 
to get to the next nice thing. So don't don't dread it. I mean, it's just information. It's just data. It's another data point. Before you didn't have any data, and now you do. And if you just if you're willing to spend just a few minutes with it, you know, every week, I think you're going to find it's going to be very helpful for you in the near future. And you're going to find out you're not living paycheck to paycheck anymore. And it's certainly not a reason to make you miserable. I mean, I know a lot of people they don't want to think about money, but at the end of the day, if you're responsible for your own finances, and a lot of us are and no one else is taking care of it for you, then we really need to kind of do this. I mean, and, and it sh- but it shouldn't be dreaded. I think that we can make it fun, and we're going to try to find ways to make it fun. So just to recap, income, there's two types of income. There's active income, and there's passive income. Now, a- in- active income is where you trade your life force, your your time and energy for money, right? So this could be an hourly job. It could be a, even a salary job, or it could be something that you are going to do as a project. Say, I'm going to build a table for this customer and I'm going to charge X amount of money. So, but you are having to spend time and your energy and your skills to be able to earn that money. So you have to actively be involved. Whereas, and that's where we most, most of us start, right? I mean, we all start with that first job, maybe with a paper route or babysitting or something like that. But then we want to start saving up and putting a little bit to the side. We're going to talk about that 20% here in a minute. And we're going to start setting aside our emergency fund. And then we're going to start investing it and doing retirement and college when we start getting our big boy and big girl jobs a little bit later on. Or if we're owning our own business, we still need to scroll away some money. So that is, you know, the different types of income. Well, that's active income. So passive income is once you've made some money, we're, we want that money to start working for us. And the way we do that is we can do it a lot of different ways. We can buy stocks. We can invest in the in the stock market or mutual funds, which is just a bundle of stocks. We can invest in real estate. We can invest in other people's businesses. We can, you know, there's all kinds of ways that we can invest. And we're going to talk about investing a little bit later in this season. But at the end of the day, there's active and passive income. And in the beginning, you're going to have a lot more active income because you're going to have to work for every dollar you have, even when you have an allowance as a kid. And then you're going to start hopefully transitioning that to passive where money's working for you and you don't have to work so hard for your money. To me, financial independence is when you can pay for everything with passive income and you don't have to work anymore, right? So if you've invested enough and you don't have to, I mean, you can work, you still can work and you can earn money all you want, but you don't have to anymore. And to me, that's financial independence, that's financial freedom, and that's where I'm trying to get in my journey with money. So let's talk about expenses. So we've talked about income. There's active and passive. There's what we trade our energy for. And then there's what we do with our money makes money for us. And then there's our expenses. This is our three buckets that I'm going to talk about. And you're going to hear me talk about it this whole season, right? Hopefully you'll stick with me. The first 20% is your savings. This is your emergency fund, your retirement, your college, and your investments. So we want to make sure that for everything that we're earning, whether it's active or passive, we're putting it into savings. And first, we're going to fill that emergency fund bucket. And we want to get that up to at least $1,000. And we're going to talk about that a little bit more. I'm going to break down emergency funds a little bit later in the season as well. And then you're going to start thinking about retirement. And you want to think about retirement as early as possible because retirement, you, you have time on your side, especially when you're young. You want to be able to invest in that and let it grow and invest in that. And then if you're going to go to college, maybe college is in your in your future. Maybe it's in your kid's future or your grandchildren's future. Or maybe it's not. Maybe it's a trade school or something else. When I say college, I just mean higher education. For it could be a trade school. It could be a. You know, there's a lot of skill 
training programs out there. And if you need to pay for one, then, then kind of make college that big bucket for you. But it's a way to invest in yourself. I mean, this you're saving money to invest in yourself. Think of all your savings as something that's going to help you down the line. It's investing in yourself or buying you peace of mind, like in the case of the emergency fund. And then finally, there's investment. That's just flat out building wealth. That's getting that active income into the passive. So that's the first 20%. Hopefully, you're able to take the first 20 cents out of every dollar and pay yourself first. That is what it is. Savings. Paying yourself first. The next thing we need to do is learn how to live off 50% of what we are making, whether it's active or passive. And and that's going to be your essentials, you know, food, clothing, housing, transportation, utilities, insurance, taxes, money. This is all the real life stuff. This is the stuff we can't get away from. And if you don't even own a car and you still take the bus, you still have a transportation budget. That's part of your essentials. You have to be able to get to your job or you need to be able to get to the grocery store or be able to do these other things. You need utilities. All of us, regardless of whether we're financially independent or not, we need utilities. We need internet. We need water. We need electricity. I mean, those things are essential. I mean, if you want to go off the grid and, and that's cool and that's your lifestyle and you're going to be a minimalist, more power to you. But for most of us, we're going to need that, right? Insurance, we're going to talk about insurance in a later episode as well and taxes and mad money. And mad money is one of my favorite subjects ever. But the idea is that the first 20 cents that we're just putting away, we're paying ourselves first. The next 50 cents is where we are <clears throat> living we want to learn how to live on half of whatever we're making. And I know if you're living with your parents or, you know, if you're new out on the street, you know, you may be able to not be able to live on 50%. You know, maybe you can, maybe you can't. I know a lot of younger people today are starting, they're living longer with their parents because they can't seem to afford even housing, right? Rents are expensive, housing's expensive. So again, this is a goal. It's not set in stone. You're not a failure if you can't do this. This is just kind of a guideline that we're going to use going forward. And finally, the fun stuff, right? If the first 20 cents was savings and the next 50 cents was essentials, that's 70 cents, there's 30 cents left over. So if, we, if we've managed to check off savings and essentials, then we get to do wants. And this is where we get to start doing our quality of life stuff, like entertainment and dining out and designer clothes and luxury cars and home upgrades and jet skis. So this is where we make our life better. This is where we start to flex, I guess, is what the young kids uh, they taught me that word. I'm, I'm so old. I'm, I'm not cool. I don't even know if that's a cool word anymore. <clears throat> but let's just think about this. A spending plan, right? This is just a document we use to track what's coming in and out. So before, you may have just had money coming in and out, but you weren't really tracking it. So you couldn't really tell. If, if I were to ask you after a payday or two, where did your money go? Maybe you'll shrug your shoulders at me and say, I don't know, Sean. I don't know where it went. This is a way we're going to start tracking it and we're going to start making little categories for it. And we're going to make sure that we've got a way to fit in those three buckets. And we're even going to sub subdivide those buckets so that we know we're starting to hit our financial goals. And once we've done this for a little while, we'll kind of get the feel of what it is. And, and, we'll, and even if it's an envelope system we need to use, then we can certainly use that as well. But we want to make sure that we are reaching our financial goals. This is not, this is not set in stone. It's simply a guide. It's simply a plan. And if you work with me a little bit, I think we can turn whatever income you have, whether it's you know a low income or a high income, we're going to find out that defense is really where the magic happens. And then the longer you have time to save and invest, that's also going to be yours as well. Hey, reach out to me. Tell me how you track your spending. To me, I do it in a spreadsheet. So let me know. Do you use a notebook? Do you use a spreadsheet? Is there some sort of software that you love? Tell me what you'd like to do to track your money. You can contact me at townleytech at gmail.com. You can find me on LinkedIn at Sean Townley. 
You can find me on Twitter at Sean Townley and I'm at SeanTownley.com. Until next time.